Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this session, we will cover the updated results from the prolonged trial regarding 17-hydroxyprogesterone. After the initiation of the prolonged trial and the approval of Makina by the U.S. FDA, the treatment became the standard of care for pregnant women who had a prior spontaneous preterm birth. Makina is a progestin indicated to reduce the risk of preterm birth in women pregnant with a singleton who have a history of prior singleton spontaneous preterm birth. Now, Makina was approved previously by the FDA and was granted orphan drug exclusivity through February of 2018. And in February of 2018, the manufacturer of the medication introduced the pre-filled Makina auto-injector. This was a small, thin, non-visible needle that could be used for subcutaneous use. And so this offered patients an additional route of administration. But remember that Makina does have certain limitations for approved use. While there were many risk factors for preterm birth, safety and efficacy of Makina have been demonstrated only in women with a prior spontaneous singleton preterm birth. The medication is not intended for use in women with multiple gestations or other known risk factors for preterm birth. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In 2003, Mies et al. published on the prevention of recurrent preterm birth by 17-alpha-hydroxyprogesterone. This was a multi-center, randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial. This study served as the basis for the FDA's approval of Makina. This original study did demonstrate a statistically significant and clinically relevant reduction in the rate of preterm birth prior to 37 weeks in those treated with progesterone compared to placebo. All right, well, since the MEES trial, what happened? Well, the FDA did require a follow-up study of progesterone, i.e. Makina, to check for efficacy. Well, earlier this month, which is March of 2018, the manufacturer of the medication, which is Amec Pharmaceuticals, released the top-line results from the prolonged trial. This trial was to evaluate the effect of Makina in prevention of preterm birth. On March 8, 2019, the manufacturer announced the results of the prolonged trial, which was progestin's role in optimizing neonatal gestation. That's prolonged. This was a randomized, double-blinded, placebo-controlled clinical trial, once again, of Makina in patients with a history of a prior, spontaneous, singleton preterm birth. The prolonged trial was conducted as part of the approval commitment under the FDA's subpart H, which was the accelerated approval process. All right, well, here's the kicker. According to the prolonged trial, use of the medication did not demonstrate a statistically significant difference between the treatment 
and the placebo arms for the co-primary endpoints. That was the incidence of preterm birth, as well as neonatal morbidity and mortality composite index. The incidence of preterm birth at less than 35 weeks in the treated group was 11%, and in the placebo group, it was 11.5%. That gave a p-value of 0.7%. And the percentage of patients who met criteria for the pre-specified neonatal morbidity and mortality composite index also had no significant difference between the two groups. Now, the adverse event profile between the two arms was comparable. Adverse events of special interest included miscarriage and stillbirth, and these were infrequent and similar between the treatment and the placebo groups. The prolonged trial enrolled about 1,700 pregnant women, over 75% of which were enrolled outside of the United States, and that is the big difference with this trial and the MIS trial. All right, now here's the cautionary note. Before everyone rushes to jump off the progesterone bandwagon, here's the reminder that's important. Remember that most of the women in this trial were outside of the U.S., and that was because most U.S. physicians felt reluctant to enroll their patients in a placebo-controlled trial where their patients could receive a placebo once it was thought that progesterone was the standard of care. So here is the final information. In light of these recent findings and the inconsistencies with prior clinical evidence, it is planned to have a subgroup analysis of this prolonged trial data, particularly focusing on patients at the highest risk of preterm delivery and the subset of patients that were enrolled only in the United States. All right, as we end the podcast, it's important to put this study into perspective. So here's a statement and the interpretation by Dr. Sean Blackwell, who is the immediate past president of the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine and is also the department chair of OBGYN and Reproductive Sciences at UT Health in Houston, Texas. According to Dr. Blackwell, a committee will be formed that will review this trial data in detail and also look at the sub-analysis to make the interpretation of this trial more fitting for the U.S. population. According to Dr. Blackwell, in his words, it is clear that the overall study population of Prolong is significantly different than those who participated in the original maternal fetal medicine unit trial with respect to race socioeconomic status, and severity of disease. And as Dr. Blackwell stated, we need sufficient time to thoroughly interpret these findings in the context of the prior clinical trials before we just jump off the progesterone bandwagon. All right, that wraps up our quick review of the prolonged trial with some conflicting results and unexpected results according to prior clinical data. So for now, hang tight, continue to follow the guidelines, and we'll keep everybody posted as this 17-hydroxyprogesterone story continues to evolve.